This is the In Motion Ever Marvelous Malicious Events Podcast. I'm Melanie. Now let's get to it. Yoo-hoo! Because you're listening to this specific podcast, you were here for events and or you're here for just, you know, the journey of Melanie and, and Chris usually. Uh, I'm going to talk about something a little bit controversial. I say controversial because I do believe there are people out there that will disagree with me, people that are close to me that will disagree with me. However, I've always felt this way. Um, and by the brief studying and and just knowledgeable that I feel in the way that I've, you know, like I've prayed about this kind of thing, I just, I want to share it because it relates to how I've been the last little bit. Um, I have in the past, and I guess now, like, I'm always seen as the uplifting person and like the positive woman and um, like a happy robot. And like, I just, the reason is because I, this is what I think. I feel like I see the best in, in almost everything. And I find the fun in things because I'm the youngest in my family growing up. I saw like my siblings as teenagers just be like, you know, the typical sassy teenager. And I just decided not because it didn't look fun. Um, I like really put myself into sports and I was like, none of my closest best friends did that. So I made new friends and that was really fun. And I just got used to this routine, like at a younger age of putting myself in places that were new and I found the fun in them. And that's just something that I've always kept up. So I've always truly enjoyed different parts of life. And, um, I, I've, very rarely how do I like go into a situation and I feel, oh, okay, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. Because usually I go, well, what an adventure. Even when driving and I miss a turn, I'm like, oh, what a scenic route. And you see, if we didn't take this route, we would have never seen that there's a, 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 a Dairy Queen here, you know? <laughs> so that's who I am. And um, I will tell you in the last month, that that's really changed. And there's obviously, maybe not obvious, but I believe that there's many reasons why that has changed. And I, let's get into it. So COVID, obviously. So COVID happened and I went from having like a set schedule of I'm at work three days a week plus some on the Saturdays. And then the days that I'm not, I had Tuesdays were my errand day for taking care of the home, doing a little bit of home business. And then Thursdays were like, how can I be there for Chris and his business? And how can I do mine? Um, And then kind of working on both when I could here and there. And anyway, it was a very set schedule. I knew what was expected of me. Um, I had great relationships with working with people who were not my husband and um, already understood like, okay, this is what's expected of me. I know exactly what to do in my downtime. I know exactly what to do because it's a job and there's only, you know, like job things to do. And then I went from that to being at home. Now that changes a few things. That changes that I now have, what, 30 hours per week that I can fill with whatever I want. And that was a little bit of a fun time at at the beginning. I think it was for most of us who like lost work or worked less or whatever during the very beginning of the coronavirus and we're home a lot more. Um, And I felt like it was fine. Um, I I felt like I probably at this point, I don't even want to say like wasted time or got lazy. I just had a lot of fun and I um, obviously had more downtime and um, we were 
somewhat working on moving, so it was kind of nice to go through our things. So anyway, that's how it's been. However, I thought I was really good at scheduling out my days, and Chris and I would still like plan the week. However, I was slowly getting into this cycle of not holding up on what I said I was going to do. And being married to an accountability coach, accountability is something that is within our home. <laughs> and um, I feel like I kind of got into this, this, I guess, black hole a little bit. And it, it really hit in the last month. And so from April to July, it took about that long for me to realize, hey, I'm not good at how I've been scheduling. And it's really been affecting a lot of things. By me not getting up at a certain time and sleeping in more has like done more damage mentally than than I thought. Like I thought I would be like, you know, no problem. I'll go to bed at two, wake up at eight. I still I still sleep six hours. I feel great after six hours. Truly, like if I sleep six out six hours, I feel like I hit a good REMS and I wake up and I feel fine. I can choose to go back to sleep. It's very easy for me to fall back asleep. Um but anyway I just started to get up later, started to sleep more, started to, um, when I was supposed to work or said to myself I was going to work, I wasn't. And, and you know, I feel like that affected me more than anything was me, like, not having a routine. I would, I would tell myself, like, okay, it's so easy. I can set my alarm. I'll get up at this time. I'll get up. It'll be great. And I just continuously kept letting myself down. And I think that killed me the most. And so along this whole thing of I'm not doing what I say I'm going to do during the day, I'm sleeping more than I want to. I'm getting up at a time I don't want to. So the second I wake up, I feel like crap. And then um, once I'm up, I don't feel as motivated because I started the day crappy and um, I felt like down and upset. And that also leaked into, well, now that this is going crappy, now here's something else in front of me and I just see all the crap in it and I started to see all these things negatively. So at the beginning, I was explaining how I'm a very, I feel like I probably worked on it because I practice it, but I I naturally practice finding the good in things, finding the fun in things. And um, it just hasn't been that easy. So I've been more like quiet on social media. I've been, um, I haven't really talked to a lot of people about it because who am I going to talk to other than my husband who who, I mean, that's a great option. <laughs> um, but like explain that to him and he's helped me in a lot of ways. And sometimes like when he helps it, it still hurts because it's stuff that I don't want to hear. And, um, and that's, that's just tough. It's tough to like hear the truth when you're down because the truth might like sting a little bit of like, Hey, I'm, you're not holding up to yourself. Like you're the only one that can change this. And like, I know, but I know what you're saying, but I'm just not doing it. And then, you know, I'm sure we've all been there for anything. So with all of that being said, let's talk about anxiety. So it came to a point where, okay, so here's, here is really what I want to say is I believe, and this is the controversial thought, you ready? I believe that people throw around anxiety loosely. I have heard people very close to me say, oh, I have anxiety about this. And I've heard children say it in passing. I've heard old people say it. I've heard so many people say the word anxiety. Now, what I believe to be true is that anxiety is a lot more serious than, oh, I have nerves. Oh, I feel uncomfortable. Oh, this is something new to me and I'm unaware of how I'm going to feel. 
instead of those which are very probably to me very true of like oh this is new I'm a little bit uncomfortable I'm out of my zone out of my environment they go I have anxiety now because of that and because of it's more it's more like talked about nowadays right it's more talked about people talk about their mental illnesses it's great if if someone like really is is struggling i'm happy that they're like putting it out there getting help whatever um i just think that also is affecting the mindset of so many people that they go oh i have anxiety and i'm like you don't have anxiety. You're just uncomfortable. You don't have anxiety. You're starting a business and it's hard to make the decisions. Like you don't have anxiety. You're not, you're not holding yourself accountable. So I just think anxiety a lot of times is a lot of BS coming out of people's mouths because they, they want to say that as an excuse or they want to sound like they're going through something harder than they actually are, or they're not just telling themselves the truth. So that's, that's what I believe. If it's controversial, you don't agree. If you want to talk about it, great. If not, hear me out. So I feel like If I were to ever say I have felt anxiety, it was probably last week when I, it was in one of those like cycles of, oh man, I didn't wake up when I wanted to. Now I feel like crap. And now, oh, I really hate how we have a swamp cooler. And like, I hate that. I hate coming home and lots of hatred, lots of loathing, lots of um, putting it down and negative vibes and frequencies and um, not because of that, like not wanting to do anything and just like I would still like work and talk and figure things out and do business and like still do these cold dips, which are really fun. So some things kept me a little bit grounded during this, but there was one time where I made a decision with my husband. And after that decision was made, I was like, so worried of like, Oh, what's going to be the outcome? Like what, what's going to come of this? Am I going to regret making that decision? And I thought about it very hard and constant for about five minutes. And I was like, Ooh, now I felt like one thing too, like I felt like I cried a lot because I was very almost like scared of who was I becoming because that's like unfamiliar territory of me thinking of like, Oh no, is this right? Is this wrong? When I usually go like great trial and error, you know? So, um, anyway, I had that, I had that moment where I was like, this is crazy. And so that's probably the turnaround point where I was like, maybe that was anxiety. I don't know. I don't really care to to title myself that I had anxiety or a panic attack or anything because that sounds so freaking serious. And when I say that out loud, I hope that you also feel like, wow, I kind of get what she's saying. That is very serious. I probably throw out that all the time. Like people who joke about having cancer will probably get cancer in their life. People who joke or say casually, like I have anxiety, they will probably put that into their minds. Their minds are going to read it because your mind doesn't know the difference between truth or not. It just, it takes it in really your subconscious mind. So you need to be careful about what you're saying about yourself. Okay, anyway, I could go on for that. I've told I told my husband this. I don't really tell a lot of people this just because I don't really care to get into it all the time. However, um, here's what I've done. So after that moment, I I just kind of got in charge of my schedule. Um, I'll say five out of the seven days so far that I feel like I've done that. I've gotten up at eight or by eight, which has been wonderful. Um, I have been running more since Chris is running 50 miles. I told him, as as often as as not human I'm not going to like really push it <laughs> not as often as possible but more often than not I'm going to run half of the distance that he is running so like this week he ran five and eight miles so I ran two and a half and then four miles 
just tonight. So um, that's been making me feel really good. I'll tell you, like, tonight was one of the better nights running. Because, you know, when you get back into running or something, you're like, oh, my goodness, my lungs are giving out. System failure. I'm done. I'm going home. I want to sit in a jacuzzi and stretch because it hurts. Um, but today was the first day um, out of getting back into running that I felt really good, that I was jamming out to my music so much that I missed my turn and took a different route home. And it was really fun. So routine, routine routine. I think it's great for anyone who especially does not have a set schedule by a job. It was a lot less work to think about because I knew where I was from nine till five on any given Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I don't know, nine till three or two or whatever on Saturdays. I did not have to think about where I was, what I was doing, because when I was there, I already knew it was expected of me. So to get into this new routine of, okay, well, I set my schedule so if I say, hey, this is sacred time, I'm going to be working on Chris Avery coaching, I need to stick to that, and I'm going to do block schedule, because I, I, Chris and I even said, like, I think it would help both of us out if we just really sat down a few hours at a time, side by side, or, you know, whatever, we did, we worked on the same, like, one thing, one business, because there's so many businesses in our household that we need to make sure that we give, like, the good, hefty time to one get a lot done. The next one, get a lot done rather than little, little like pebbles here and there to fill up a pool. So I feel great. Um, I feel like I am very excited for, for the events that are happening. Like they're, what's great is when you hold out and you start to put yourself in a better mind. I'm not going to say yourself. When I start to put myself in a better mindset and when I started to stick to a routine, things started working out better. And if you believe in the universe or if you believe in, uh, like, you know, karma and stuff like that, if you believe in God or a higher power, I, I do believe in God. So I think that that plays a big role in it, that when I hold up my end and I do the things that make me feel fulfilled and like are my purpose on being here on earth, then I feel that I have those blessings in front of me that I can choose to uh, enjoy. So what I really want to say and how this relates to events is take care of yourself before you get out into that world. If And this this goes, you know, that whole when you're on a plane and if it's going down, help yourself before you help others. Same way in business, like help yourself before you go out and help others, especially if you're in a service business, really probably any business, but I'm in the service business. So if I am not happy, if I am not doing well, if I feel like just total turmoil in my mind and heart and soul and I feel unbalanced, it's not like I can show up to a wedding and say like, I'm so happy for you. It's not going to be genuine. It's not going to be authentic. I just think it's way important to take care of yourself. So however that is, by diet, by running, by routine, make sure that happens because when you take care of yourself... Um, yourself takes care of everything else that you care about. Thanks for listening. This is this is like, you know, kind of off topic from like, hey, here's a tip about events. But it's something personal and it's something that does relate to how I felt about events. I felt very out of it and I now am back in it and learned a lot. So if you learned some along the way, feel free to reach out to me. I'm always open for conversation. Um, my email I will put in the show notes. So check that out. Thanks for listening. Thank you.